Well, Merry Christmas, y'all. Um, as is our tradition here at Westridge, we just uh, simply want to tell the story of what happened 2,000 years ago. And um, as we kind of go through everything that occurred, um, I ask that you would just kind of look into your heart and ask yourself, what do I believe about this story and how does it have an impact on my life? So in the Gospel of Matthew uh, chapter 1, it begins, and it says, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, and it says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet who said, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. 2,000 years ago, we caught a glimpse of God. And for the first time, we realized the possibility of the impossible. Jesus came so that we could see the impossible in the flesh. And we found in Jesus that we have a God who is a God of love and compassion and grace. A God who, in spite of all of the baggage that we carry from our past, all of the shame that we have for the things that we've done in our lives, that he accepts us just as we are. And he loves us anyway. He came so that we could identify, so that he could identify with us, to experience what we experience, to feel what we feel. He came so that we could see what is possible when you believe the impossible. So the story continues in the Gospel of Luke chapter 1 when it says that God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. And she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, you are most favored among all women. The Lord is with you. Confused and troubled by what he said, Mary tried to think what the angel was talking about, and he said, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. And he'll be great, and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And so the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God, for nothing is impossible with God. I think that we all, from time to time, lose sight of the wonder and the magic of Christmas, the possibility of the impossible. A God who is able to do immeasurably more 
than what we can ever even imagine. We try to do it on our own. We try to wrestle control from God. And so we struggle through this life. But if you believe that you were created by God, then you have to believe that God has a design for our life that's better. In other words, the way that we were created is better than the way that we many times want to choose to live. And so I think the question is, what if we live the life we were created from the beginning to live? What if there were no boundaries to what is possible with God? What if we were able to overcome obstacles and adversity that we face in this life through our faith in what happened on that very first Christmas night some 2,000 years ago? When that happens, suddenly we realize nothing is impossible with God. And that realization... It changes the way that we see the world. It changes the way that we see the outcome of our life. And it changes who it is that we are able to become. Uh, So Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. And it came to pass that Mary gave birth to a son, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood right in front of them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth among men with whom God is pleased. So I think, like while on the surface... We all know the true meaning of Christmas has to do with stuff like the wise men and the shepherds and the angels and all that. But could it be deep down we question the whole thing? I mean, do we really believe in the possibility of Christmas that, that Emmanuel, that the Son of God, actually came into the flesh and was born as a baby? Or does Christmas just still leave me pretty empty just like any other day of the year? We think if we could just learn more or prove more or understand more, then we could fully believe, then we could have faith. But the problem is that the more we know, the less we understand. I can honestly tell you that I know more of the Bible today than I ever have in my life, and I understand less than ever. Why would God do what he did? It just doesn't make any sense. And so when we can fully embrace the impossible possibility, it changes everything. And so for me, I've learned in my life to grow increasingly more comfortable with mystery rather than certainty. I've seen enough to embrace the impossible and 
have seen way too much to ever walk away from my faith. Even though as a skeptic, many times it all seems very implausible. And that's why the Bible says that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. I believe the power of Christmas is in the mystery of it all. Not that any of this makes any sense rationally. It's the most mysterious story in the entire Bible. I mean, when the Son of God was born, he should have been born in a palace, not a stable. His father should have been a noble king, not a poor carpenter. His pillowcases should have been satin and sheets made of silk, not straw. It's just not right. It doesn't make any sense. But as you delve deeper into the story, and you begin to get the images of the angels and the wise men and the virgin birth and the multitude of angels appearing before the shepherds, the true meaning of Christmas begins to take focus, and you begin to understand why. And when that happens, all of a sudden you can say, I really do believe this. I believe. And if you can believe in the craziness of the Christmas story, then we can finally understand what he meant when the angel said to Mary that day, nothing is impossible with God. So uh, after Jesus was born, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. And so they followed the star that they had seen until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down. And they worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of frankincense and of myrrh. Tonight, we too come and offer our gifts to the Emmanuel. As we go into our offering time tonight, I'll remind you, because we have so many visitors, that we firmly believe that giving is out of a response to God's grace. And if you're still struggling to believe the impossible, I totally get that. And you can just let the bag pass you by. Giving is really that's something that's done between us and God. And it's as a result of us being so overwhelmed with gratitude for what God has done for us by sending his son into the world to die on a cross for us that we just want to say thanks. And this is our time to be able to do that. Let's pray together. Father, we are just so grateful for tonight. What a great celebration of uh, your son's birthday. And I'm just uh, thankful that we have the chance to be able to do that, that we're free to do that. I thank you for all the families that are represented here tonight. I pray that they will be blessed, uh, that there'll be incredible things that will happen as a result of being here and just being together Um, throughout the holidays. And so, Father, we just thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. So, what do you think? What do you believe that happened on that very first Christmas night? Just a good man was born. The whole thing was a myth. Or do you believe that the impossible 
became possible. Is there any question in your mind that God is the one who placed that star over the stable where Jesus was born? The Bible says that God places each and every star in the sky every night and calls them all by name, but if that's true, how much more does he know who you are and what you're going through? Sometimes during the holidays, life can get pretty bleak, pretty dark, and painful. Bad things happen that bring us to our knees. But it's in those moments we realize that we are not as strong as we think we are. You can't do it on your own. And so we cry out for help. We look for hope. And all of a sudden, as we do, God shows up. He shows up for us in the midst of our pain and our loneliness and our despair. And all of a sudden, that faith that we put off to the back burner for so long, it becomes pretty real. I don't know what you're going through today, But I can tell you this, the whole point of this Christmas story is so that we don't lose hope. That we never lose hope. That we know that there is something more, that no matter what it is that, that we go through, no matter what pain we endure, that there is something more. And it's in those moments of faith that we can find the strength to move past it to see what's possible can you find the strength tonight to believe that nothing is impossible with God so what do you believe about the birth of that baby 2,000 years ago if uh, your life is like mine you can get pretty easily caught up in the busyness of nothingness and just be kind of held captive to the daily grind and blow right through Christmas. And so, as is our tradition here at Westridge, we just want to create the space to take a moment and just savor this moment. Savor and feel the magic and the beauty of Christmas. So I would just encourage you to uh, grab a child, preferably your own, (laughs) cuddle up, even though they make you crazy, just hug on them, love on them, and that husband or your wife that's been driving you nuts, hug on them, come on, hug on them. Love on them. Tell them how much you love them. And the ushers are going to come forward right now, and they're going to light the candles. And so I would appreciate it if you'd stand up, and just as you're cuddling there with your family, we light our candles and we sing Silent Night together to close out our service. Silent Night, All is calm, all is 